I'm Allison Van Hooser, and I'm on a sold-out mission to develop highly successful leaders at all levels. In the 15 years I've been working throughout the food, financial, retail industries, and politics, I've become deeply aware of the powerful effects of leadership. In each episode, you will get strategies and actions you can use immediately in order to change you, your team, and your business. The question is, will you choose to own it? Will you put your stake in the ground and decide to do something with what you've learned today? This is Stake, the Leadership Podcast. Many leaders still believe in the never let them see you sweat mentality. And there are situations where I'd agree, but at other times, it could be a leader's vulnerability that starts the shift toward progress in an organization. I was working with an organization that was trying to build a stronger culture of unity and teamwork. From my observations, the disconnect between leaders and employees in that organization was just big enough that major progress towards their culture goal had been stalled for years. In order for a culture shift to happen in an organization, the heaviest responsibility falls on leaders to be the example of the new expectation. Beth, a key leader on the team, she was unmatched when it came to technical skills, but her people's skills were lacking, honestly. The way she interacted with some employees or didn't interact with other employees at all set the example that a unified team was, you know, nice in theory, but wasn't something leadership actually wanted on a daily basis. Some employees said she was one to talk the talk but didn't walk the walk. What we know is that people do what people see. I think John Maxwell has even said that before. Hence, while progress towards the organization's culture transformation in that organization was gridlocked. The interesting thing is that Beth knew her weakness when it came to interpersonal skills. Typically, it takes a while to get people to actually see their own weaknesses, but Beth told me straight up she was uncomfortable talking to people one-on-one that she didn't know well. And because it would make her so anxious, she avoided going to certain departments in the organization or would only make time for a really quick drop-by to say hello You know, employees felt that she wasn't personable and didn't seem to really want the unified culture of teamwork they'd heard her talk about so often. And, you know, this seems like such a small thing, but in the leader-employee relationship, it's the small things that mean everything. The dynamics of the leader-employee relationship are critical in all cases, but especially when you are working to shift to a stronger teamwork culture. Beth had to do something about her interpersonal skills weakness. It was actually, I'm, I'm sorry, it was exactly the, the largest stone blocking the organization's path to reaching their goal. After careful planning, Beth agreed to admit her weakness to the entire team. Now, why in the world would she do this? Why would she go in front of her whole team and talk about where she's weak? I'll give you three good reasons. Number one, you are becoming the example for self-awareness. We all have strengths and weaknesses, all of us. Understanding those characteristics is key to individual and team success. And as a leader, try as you might to hide it, 
It's likely that everyone else already knows your weakness. You admitting your weakness is not news to them, but it is showing them that you're not oblivious. Admitting your weakness validates what they think they've known for a while and shows you actually are self-aware. This gives you an opportunity to set the example for your people to also recognize their weaknesses and intentionally improve their performance too. Second reason, when you stand up and admit your weakness, you're earning yourself grace. People are more likely to extend grace to you when they know you're working to get better at something. Beth was uncomfortable talking with people she didn't know. She admitted it. So when she came around and tried to start up with a conversation, tried to start up a conversation with someone, even if it was awkward at first, they showed her grace and simply loved that she was trying. They also struck up good working conversations with Beth when they had the opportunity because they knew that that was her area area of weakness. They wanted to help. How do I know that? Because those employees told me. Admitting your weakness may not be easy for you. It's a honestly a humbling step to take, but when you're humble, you earn grace. You earn the opportunity to show up in a way that might not be perfect, but people will give you the benefit of the doubt and reward you for trying by giving their respect, their loyalty, and extending grace to you going forward. As things change in your organization, mistakes are going to happen. To continue to make forward progress, showing grace to one another, that's a key part of creating an environment where people feel that they can try and succeed, but they can also try and fail up. Third reason, make them say, wow. Oftentimes, leaders try to keep up with an expectation that they must be polished, pretty, and perfect. But to be honest, (laughs) that doesn't impress many people these days. People want real. You can wow people with your weakness. Admitting your weakness shows that you are not perfect. And nobody is. Your employees won't think you're weak because they no longer see you as perfect. Instead, they'll think, wow, you are actually self-aware, humble, brave, an example of who they want to follow, and a leader that they, too, can get behind. You know, just as I expected, after that tough conversation on Best Part, progress, re- progress really began to pick up in the organization. It's true. I know it's true. Humble, self-aware people who communicate well and set the example for what they expect will always be the leaders with the highest likelihood of achieving success. Maybe it's time. Maybe you have a reason strong enough to finally let them see you sweat. As a leader, it could be one of the best decisions you make. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For the links to everything mentioned in this episode, check out the show notes. And if you'd like more practical, tactical leadership development content, go to www.vanhooser.com for my weekly blog and all the links to my social media channels. And if it makes sense to start improving the leadership skills of your managers and supervisors, let's talk about training options for your team. Email me at allison at vanhooser.com. Leaders, make the choice today to put your stake in the ground and own your leadership success. This is Stake, the Leadership Podcast.